0: Hey everyone thank you once again for joining this episode of i got this the universal eye and today once again we're with one of our authors from bottom to top from the book from bottom to top and we've got about 40 authors it's a wonderful collaboration of people sharing their stories um, from when they hit bottom those moments where we felt naked raw didn't know where to turn not what to do next. And um, and and those were life changing moments for us. So we're sharing those moments in this book. And one of our amazing authors is with us here today, Heidi Schalk. And she's going to tell you a little bit about herself in a moment. Why did I write this book? Why did I want to put this collaboration together? People have been asking me that. So I'm going to take this opportunity to answer that question. You know, during this time of during the pandemic, uh, right now, just to give you a clue of where we're at, today's July 29th, 2021, when we were recording this. And, um, you know, the pandemic, some have called it the pandemic, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, it's changed many of our lives. And the one thing that has happened is that suicide rates have gone through the roof. You know, Um People have felt, for some people, this time has been a blessing and then for some people it has been brought up every fear that they could imagine and what they're going to do next. And this is happening all over the world. In fact, my mother, we're from, we're from Turkey originally, and she's saying a lot of adults are doing it because of the economy there already was in a situation and, and now adding this on top of it, it's left people feeling hopeless. So the point of from bottom to top is to give people hope, to give them other options that they may not have considered. So today, as I said, we have Heidi Schock with us today. So Heidi, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Aisha, for allowing me to be part of this collaboration. I feel so honored to be part of, part of this journey in supporting your mission of bringing hope to others and also supporting people in moving, shifting from their bottom to top. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, well.
0: great. you know what? It's a wonderful thing. You get the vision and you kind of go with it. And I'm so glad that I did. And But what I'd like to talk about right now is you, 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 you. And where are you right now in your life?
1: Where I am right now is in an amazing space of being able to really be present with my children. I'm a single mom with two children, 10 and 12. And on my journey, my main focus was to be able to be here with them, home with them. And that, that was the biggest driver for me, one of the biggest drivers for me in my mission of crea- of creating what I've created in our family. And I continue that mission each and every day of really being connected with them, focused with them. And everything I do is in order to make sure that I stay on that, in, in that creation, because they are 10 and 12. So my, um, I really want to be present here for them and also, you know, supporting them in their dreams and getting connected with them and knowing what their dreams and goals are. So it's just, that's, that's where I am every single day.
0: That's awesome. And you're
1: also a coach, right? I am a coach. I'm a mindset and business coach and I started the business so I could be with them and I support women. I help women, female entrepreneurs build and um, scale six and multiple six figures online. Um, So I work with all different types of female entrepreneurs, service-based coaches. Um, If you're looking to build a service-based industry, those are the women I help.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for doing what you do. So that's amazing. So how did you know, you know, we all have that moment where we hit and when you're thinking back, how did you know, what were the danger signs that said, um, okay, this is not good. I'm in trouble.
1: I remember when I was with the gavel hit, hit the wooden desk with the judge when she said divorce granted, that was when it really sunk in. And, um, I, one of the things that I really wanted to create was a stable environment and stable home. And I wanted to keep my home. And the downfall was when I had a year to take over the home financially. And I was, I wasn't making it happen. That's where I really hit bottom because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose this house that I fought so hard to keep. And uh, one day it just hit me. And I'm like, you get to go all in. You get to really you know, you have to make a commitment to yourself. But that was really when when it all hit me when I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I fought so hard to get to want to keep this home for my children. And I'm not going to do it. And it was a really, really scary moment. I remember right. crying. I remember being in tears. I remember feeling like I was just a failure.
0: A and failure did you see my any marriage. other options? Like, you know, did other options show up for you then as far as like, you know, if, the, if I, what happens if you lose the house? Yeah. Would have, and that's what I thought into. Well, solutions
1: happened where I was receiving support. You know, I was feeling like I was at the bottom. You know, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose this home. I don't have the financial backing to buy another home. Um, when I came out of my marriage, it was, he was earning seven figures and I, you know, when I got divorced, it was just me and my, and my kids. And I got to create an income. I hadn't had much of an income up to that point. So it was um, just challenging all around, but the home was the one thing I really, really was focused on. And so I could keep that for my children, keep them in the same school district. That was really important to me. What showed up for me in that moment was when I finally released that fear. Cause I was sitting in the fear when I finally was able to release the fear and s- and start focusing on a white light at the end of the tunnel versus where I was with the stuff I was in at the moment, support showed up. Support showed up in the form of family, support showed up in the form of finances, support showed up in the form of people I didn't even expect to support me and fight for me harder than I was fighting for myself, just showed up. Right. And the more grateful I was for where I was at in the learning experiences I was going for and the home that I was in, the more gratitude I showed, it wasn't anymore. I felt like it was a burden when I released that and started being in gratitude for it, everything started
0: chipping. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just it, you know, those obstacles in our lives. And I, I've, I've, I've reframed the word obstacles. So obstacles to me is the opportunities with a challenge. And because- opportunities that you know the good opportunities that come up we love those those are those are easy right so those are easy but the obstacles that show up that are not so easy the obstacles to me are the biggest opportunities because not only do we learn so much from them but it it's the most growth you know we come out the other end better than we came in
1: absolutely and we re- we get to realize and see firsthand how strong we really are how strong and and what we actually can create when we move through, and it doesn't have to be huge leaps and bounds at once. It's just little action, committed action steps each day, and then the big picture, that big goal is created. And it's, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's a beautiful way of putting it, Aisha.
0: Thank you. And you know, the other thing that you said there just right now is that when these things happen, these obstacles happen, the minute you know we always are automatic go to. You know, we've been conditioned for decades centuries our automatic go-to is fear of why is this happening to me we fall into i hate using the v word but we fall into the victim mode of you know why is this happening look at what's going on with my life how am i going to get out of this like so and you know you ask the same questions you get the same answers so at the end of the day it's about looking at your resources how much stronger am i now because of this
1: Absolutely. And, and one thing I've learned through that whole process is to look, now I look at life or an obstacle when it shows up because they're going to show up. Um, so when now when it shows up, I, I I switch, I shift from why is this happening to me into why is this happening for me? This is happening for me for a reason. I may not know right now. I can't connect the dots looking forward. I can only look connect the dots looking backwards. So when I look at past obstacles and I see where I am now, all of a sudden that light is shown upon that past obstacle of like, oh my gosh, that did, that happened for me. Cause if it didn't happen for me, I wouldn't be where I am now. Exactly. When that obstacle happens to me now, I'm like, okay, I know I can't connect the dots yet, but I will in the future. Let me just keep going. I get to keep going forward and pushing through.
0: And the cool thing is if anything even remotely shows up for anyone that, you know, you're like, I got this. Yes. <laughs> Let me give me some advice on this. I got this. I just bought, I just went through this. I got this. Right. So it's, it's pretty good. Um, what made you decide, like you clearly made a choice, um, to move forward to to this path that you're on right now. So what made you choose that? What made you choose that out of all the different possibilities that showed up for you? What made you choose that one?
1: I actually was sitting on, I was online when I was going through the divorce and I knew I needed to create an income and I didn't know how, but the one thing I knew was I, it always came back to my kids. I wanted to be home with my kids. And how could I do that? Was I got to work from home. I just didn't know what that looked like at the moment. And then I saw an ad for coaching, for a coaching program. And I was like, huh, what do I know? What, what am I good at? What do, what's What's my expertise? And what can I lean into? So I learned more about the program. I joined the program. Now how I started coaching and where am I, I am now has evolved. I started course, in health yes. and wellness. So now I'm in mindset and business coaching. Um, but business strategy coaching, so that's evolved as we all evolve over time but it started because of my why which was i wanted to be home with my children now that why has evolved as well now my passion is to support other women who have a vision who have a dream of what they want to create for their in their life whether it's for them their children their spouse their family as a whole married divorced single regardless of that it's if you have a if a woman has a vision And she doesn't know how to create it. I stand for that. And I want to support those women in creating that vision for, for whatever that looks like for them in building their business and in, in scaling their business online.
0: That's awesome. That's a, that's a, that's an awesome thing that you're doing. See, I work with people more of a mind body, you know, spiritual sense, energetic sense to get them into a better place so that they could see someone like you because they've got a lot of stuff going on, but The interesting thing you said there and sort of triggered me to ask you another question or to point out something was your, why your motivation was your kids. I think a lot of people don't know what their why is. And the why is they, they have, like, if you ask them, why do you want this? They'll come up with some answer. And the, the, the truth is that answer is superficial. It is, it is not their why. It is not why they're doing what they're doing. Usually that why is what they think they should be saying, what they think the answer is, what's acceptable, but it's not what truly what their why is. And one of the exercises I like to do with people is to take them what I call uh, seven levels deep, right? So whenever they say, I want to do this because, and they'll give me a reason, I'll say, okay, so why is that important to you? and then they'll give me a reason and I'll go okay well how why is that important to you and by the time I've asked them this the fourth or fifth time they're really annoyed with me but but once it it's just we got to move people from out of their head into their heart you know and once you can get them there that's where the motivation is that's where the motivation lies right because it's you've got to have some leverage
1: Absolutely. And, um, and I love that you brought up the why, because that's the first thing before I'll work with anybody is we get into their why. Because it's hard. Building a business is hard working through our stuff is hard going from where we feel like we're at rock bottom to, you know, to climbing that ladder to get to the top is hard. And when it gets hard, you get to connect with their why. Because if we're not in tune with what our why is, then we'll never Get to where exactly. we want to go. So, how I mention it to my client or to anyone, whether my friends, my family, for me, whenever I feel like I'm surface, because our why is going to shift. Our why changes, yep. shifts over time. It's if what is the why that makes you cry? It has to be an emotional tie. Yes, yep. you could say you want to make money. Great, you want to make money, but why do you want to make money? What's that going to What is that support you on? Let's go deeper than that. For some people it's buying health insurance for their children, buying health insurance for their family that gets them emotionally charged. And that's where the why is driving them. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. 100%. What is the why that makes you
0: cry about money? And that is so the outcome that is not ever, that is never your why. That is never your why. Absolutely. (laughs) you know, anyone who's listening, if you think that your why is money, It ain't money. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) That is not the money. The money is the outcome. It is not your why. So just dump that and figure out why. (laughs) Go deeper, right? Go deeper than that. That is just that's that's the sugar on the cereal. That is just not your why. Just absolutely is not your why. So great. Anyways, I think we've answered the last question I was going to ask you. But before that, if somebody reads you when when somebody reads your chapter in from bottom to top. What's your desire? What is your desire that, what message do you desire that they get out of reading your chapter?
1: The message I desire for somebody reading my chapter to get is that no matter what you're going through or how, how far down you feel, or you feel like you just can't go another day, you can't keep going, that you're stronger than you think you are. You're stronger than you think you are. And I invite people to, I invite everyone to, I'm a lone wolfer. That's one of my things I work on all the time. I'm a lone wolfer. I'm an independent woman. I've got this. I've got this. But vulnerability is a superpower that you get to lean into, that I got to lean into, and actually sharing my fears and asking for support. That's what I'm hoping the message of my chapter brings, is that ask for support, reach out, be vulnerable, be open. You'll be shocked at how many people are really there to support you.
0: Absolutely. Great message. I think that's a great message. I learned that I think about two years ago, I want to say something happened and I'm like you, uh, but more than that, I was like, I would not ask for help. Like unless somebody was pulling off my body limbs, like there was no way I was asking for help. I got this was my thing. I don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And something came up and I didn't have it. Like I just didn't have it and for the first time i had to sort of you know metaphorically show my soft underbelly and and just ask for help and i didn't realize how much courage it takes to be vulnerable
1: so much courage and i didn't realize that either i thought it was more courageous to stand firm stand tough have that outer shell always there because after, over time for me, when I got hurt, the shell would get thicker and thicker and thicker. And by peeling away those letter, layers and allowing someone to really see me for my, who I am and and, and, and it'd be, be okay with being scared, be okay with sharing my feelings, being okay with, you know what, if they hurt me, it's okay, I'm a person and I get to grow and learn and I get to ask for support and I get to allow others to support me. By not being vulnerable, I was being selfish. I was not allowing people to see me and help me. And as human beings, I love helping people. And I was not sharing the gift of allowing other people to help me. So I was being selfish in the process. And that was a huge learning lesson for me.
0: Yep, it's a great lesson. It's a great lesson for a lot of people to learn. I know it was one of my most valuable lessons, I think. So absolutely great lesson. And Heidi, thank you so much for being a part of our book. Thank you all for listening. To I got this and listening to about from bottom to top. As you know, I am the visionary and strategist of I Awesome, which is the International Academy of Universal Self Mastery, where we have amazing mentors and teachers and leaders working in unity in a collaboration to be there for you um, in a very interactive way to be able to help you stand in your mastery because we all can. Every single one of us can. Um, We're just we're meant to we're meant to and you know when you hear those words we are one and i when i speak of i it's i all of us right it's it's that's the universal i and no one person is better than someone else so if i can do it you can do it if heidi can do it you can do it so you're no different so absolutely step into your power step into your mastery thank you again heidi for joining us thank you for listening and we'll be back to you again soon